Well, let me tell you something, brother. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. We're coming to you under a quarantine podcast episode today of... I'm just kidding. I'm not wearing a mask. Who who really cares? Yeah, we're all good. Yep. Um, and one thing that we've seen, I, I think, here in the past week or so is that uh, um, you know, wrestling's still going strong, and they're still... Uh, yeah, they're, they're putting up a good fight here. Yep. I'm going to save all the mask wearing for the luchadors. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good yep. call. So sorry it's been a little while since we've been on the air. Um, we've had a lot of travel, a lot of family issues, some mild sickness, and then, well, we're back. We're yep. off suspension. <laughs> yep. Feeling better than ever. Right on. That's what I'd say. Man, so, I mean, I mean, here's this, you know, right now the month of March is just crazy. Um, you know, this is a key time. Uh, I would say this is... This is pro wrestling season right now. Yeah. You know, AEW had revolution at the end of February, and that just really kicks off the um, March Madness. Uh, so basketball fans, if you're disappointed, you know, um, the pro wrestling universe just welcomes you with open arms. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they've come to the term of calling it March Sadness now, and I'm kind of feeling that after trying to watch something last night and there was no baseball, no hockey, no basketball, nothing. Yep. But SmackDown rolled on just like nothing nothing was going to stop it. Yeah. Minus the crowd. Minus the crowd. Which, you know, I, I like Triple H kind of wrapping up the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know we're kind of going out of order here, kind of talking about SmackDown a little bit, but you know, mentioning, you know, we're, we're missing – most important part of the WWE universe, and that's yeah. you know that's the crowd. Yep. Um, but you know, still, regardless of that, um, these these wrestlers still, uh, you know, are making something out of almost almost nothing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a brilliant move that they're still in character. They're still trying to pump the crowd up that wasn't there. I mean, they did have some of their fellow colleagues down at the table talking shit, but yeah, especially Elias to Baron Corbin, which was pretty funny. Yeah, and then Triple H talking shit to him, saying is like, "Man, do your guitar playing sucks so bad that you can take a man down just by playing from ringside?" <laughs> exactly, it's pretty good. You know, and the thing is, as long as this goes on, and I, I think uh, Triple H, I don't mind him being demoted to uh, <laughs> to commentator. Right, he was <laughs> you know? really good. I, um, he he just sounded. He sounded great, and uh, honestly, it was it was really off the cuff. I mean, it mm-hmm. seemed like the whole um, the whole show was that night, which I think I think the fans need to see once in a while. But you know, WWE they they really try to keep it well polished, and uh, unfortunately, I think that uh, it doesn't translate well with the fans. And I think even yeah. Roman Reigns cutting a promo last night on SmackDown it, it, it seemed it seemed authentic. And I think that's what a lot. And mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned it time and time before. That I think that's what a lot of the um, fans really like to see is the authenticity. Yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of positive news coming from the superstars themselves, especially like Natalia and Cesaro, who went to Twitter immediately after that episode and said it was very positive. It felt really good. Yeah. They missed the fans, obviously, but at the same time, they're taking the proper steps to keep putting out the entertainment for us. Yeah. So, and I think, um, I think WWE, 
honestly, this is such a season of unknowns. Um, not to talk about you know this too much, but you know it's it's consuming everything everything right now. Yeah. Um, but I think WWE could be pioneers in as far as you know what it looks like um, to put on a sports uh, spectacle. Yeah. And and. I think they're going to be the ones kind of paving the way as far as, you know, what this looks like for the next couple of weeks, couple of months. We don't even know. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> nobody on that roster has had anything close to any symptoms. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, they just had a big pay-per-view a week ago. Yep. In an elimination chamber, which we'll touch on here in a minute. But they've had another live taping of Raw within that time period, and nobody's mentioned anything. Yeah. So it reminds me of um <laughs> this is probably nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, I don't know. Um Wayback Machine started up early, folks. Oh man. Um WCW sent sent me out a CD ROM and it That's was a dated a, statement in itself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. <laughs> uh mailed me, snail mailed me a CD ROM. <laughs> right. So of um just a handful of matches from the uh, WCW power plant. And oh. it was really cool. They had these kind of cool effects and everything. But, you know, it was an empty room. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it it kind of reminded me of that. You know, and I kind of wonder, I don't know. Maybe that's where they got the idea for last night's show? <laughs> Maybe, possibly. But uh, I can't even I can't even describe it. And I tried to look it up on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. it, there really isn't much, but um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. That's all. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny too, and I don't think we mentioned it before we came in this room to record this, but I didn't get a chance to watch NXT this week because with all everything going crazy and everybody trying to get situated to work from where we're working from and whatnot, and. I saw the match between... It wasn't really a match. It was more just a brawl between Champa and Johnny Gargano in the performance weight room. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, They destroyed it. They yep. tore it apart. And I think maybe there's going to be an NXT hardcore title now. NXT hardcore title. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, AEW is toying with the idea. Yeah. So why not bring them into both? Yeah. But... That's true. I mean, and honestly, yeah, those are those are the two kind of you know that's the Wednesday night wars. Yep. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a hardcore title, and I think um, those guys just already with the high risk uh, maneuvers that they're performing and and what 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 would be you know it, it'd be awesome just to have a yeah a hardcore yeah. title as well just kind of up up it a little bit there. I mean, fully get rid of the PG era, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it's so boring and vanilla. It's true, man. It's, it's true. But let's go into the Wayback Machine of this week now. Yeah. Let's start with the Elimination Chamber. I mean, Chamber. I didn't want to go <laughs> negative, but I had to make up another word. Chamber, okay. <laughs> it wasn't as good as it could have been. It really wasn't. Hmm. There are some highlight matches. I mean, I know me and you talked about one with the uh, uh, Alistair Black and um, AJ Styles match. Yeah. That was one highlight for me. Yeah. That was, uh, 
that was pretty awesome. That was an entertaining match. Um, you know, I kind of wondered, okay, so what are they going to do with Alistair Black after this? Because mm-hmm. this this means everything, you know. Oh yeah. This is this is definitely the fork in the road as far as just where he goes from here. And uh, you know, seeing him up against Seth Rollins the next night, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay, there. He's he's going in a direction here, and, and you knew, man, you knew that. Uh, unfortunately, Buddy Murphy. Uh, yeah, Alistair Black wasn't gonna. Yeah, win two nights in a row against you know these big competitors. Right. But also, I don't think you know we didn't want to see him lose, and WWE didn't want to either. And I can just see they're pushing mm-hmm. him in a direction. I'm happy though that they are. Yep. Um, I love the fact that the Undertaker came out to help him. Yep. Um, didn't understand why he wasn't a part of the eight man match after that little throwdown because he was fighting. Yeah. Seth to begin with, and all of a sudden the Street Profits versus, and who was it? The Viking Raiders yeah. take over? Yep. Um, aren't you missing a key point? Yeah. But. Yep. Did kinda... you did you know, um, I don't know if I was talking to you about this, but that lift that Aleister Black, you know, for his entrance when he comes up, mm-hmm. that was originally meant for The Undertaker. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I I read something about that, and and uh, Undertaker didn't use it, and they gave it to Alistair Black. It makes sense because yeah. they've always said that he's going to be like the next embodiment of the Undertaker, kind of the same character. Yeah. So, the candles, the dark music, all that. Well, I wouldn't really call it dark, other than dark metal. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out who sings that song too. Yeah. That's something I have to do research-wise after this show. Yep. But. That is. So this one, pay-per-view, yep. if you want to call it that, I call it a, let's just say a spin-off of a Raw episode. That's what it felt like with the opening match. Yep. Because you had the Viking Raiders and good old Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Yeah, for the kickoff match. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm surprised Big D is not a big fan of uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins there, since he is a big Mets fan and wears black or black, orange and blue to the ring every week. Yeah. Um, Sorry, just obscure sports knowledge for you. Kurt Hawkins. Oh man, you know it's it's crazy to me that he's him and Zack Ryder have been just hanging around WWE for it's got to be close to. 13 years now at least yeah, yeah. and um, Viking Raiders you know they I think they deserve better than this as far as you know where they're put on the card mm-hmm. um, I mean this match yeah it, it was it was pretty much an average match for me mm-hmm. watching it Uh not not anything different from what you would see on a Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was any build up to this that I know of. No, it was just yeah, have a match, fellas. Yep. Um, but they did kind of ramp it up in the next match. A little bit of controversy and a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, Daniel Bryant versus Drew Gulak. Okay, Drew kind of held on to. Daniel Bryan's tights during a suplex and mm-hmm. exposed Daniel's Bryan. 
Oh. It was caught on camera. It's all over Twitter, but he's just flapping in the breeze pretty much. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it happened twice it. during that match. Oh, no. Yeah, so. Oh, no. There goes the PG rating for that show. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was that was a surprise there out of nowhere. I mean, once again, that's another... But that was another match that didn't really have any build-up, did it? Well, I don't it think didn't. It did. And then the, last night, they're teaming together on SmackDown. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, Gulak, you know, he, he, great technical wrestler, as well as Daniel Bryan. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that was... Uh, it was just a clinic, pretty much. Yeah. That, that's another thing. You know, Gulak, he, he's been kind of hanging out, and I kind of just thought... Man, he's going to be left behind, just kind mm-hmm. of forgotten about. Now, you know, 205. Um, I mean, 205, it just seems like I mean, there's nothing going on there. Um, Not really, no. So, you know, seeing seeing him in this match and just seeing that he could hang with Brian, that's – WWE needs more guys like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, the technique, the execution. Um, man, that – yeah, that was probably for me. That was one of the highlights of the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, I've gotten a bad taste with Drew Gulak, especially when he came into two hundred five and said that he was going to be the first cruiserweight that's not going to be a high flyer. That yeah, he's going to nope. keep it on the ground. I was like, that's not the reason we watch this show. Yeah. You get on that top rope and do a, a moonsault or something. Mm-hmm. But. I'm sure they're going to bury him here with the next couple of weeks anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, yeah, I would have loved to hear the crowd's reaction to that tag team last night. Yeah, uh, it's just really strange. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're fighting one weekend and the next weekend now you're best friends. All right. Um, that, so the match after that, Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. It's what part five six i don't even know now well between the two of them i think it's part one really well no no i'm sorry you're right i'm thinking of angel garza okay that's my fault yes you're right it's part five or six or 19 (laughs) yeah oh man i don't understand why all of a sudden umberto's coming out to the ring alone and zelina's moved on to angel garza yeah I mean that I know it happened because of the suspension due to injury, but wouldn't you want to take on two guys as a valet as opposed to just one and the other one's the actual champion that you left behind? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, he was the cruiser or the two oh five champion, excuse me. But Andrade has the gold, he gets the paycheck, and you walk away. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yeah, and for me, man, it it was a great match, awesome match. But once again, Andrade winning, like what what is this for Umberto? You know, how many times is he you know just gonna come up just short? Yeah, and there's got to be, I don't know. At this point, there's got to be a point where he needs to start winning and getting some traction. But it just seems like. Well, here's what I think about it, like going off of what you just said. I know that Vince is already tired of him. He said that. Yeah. I really think it's time for Vince to stop booking matches. Let 
other talent take over and let these guys succeed because he's bringing these guys up, getting sick of them within a month, and he's like, oh, nope, you're done. Yeah. It's like Cedric Alexander. He's been buried to the main event shows. Yeah. It. Umberto's going the same way. I mean, I'm... I'm not going to go down that road right now because I'll go really negative and just get on a tangent and we don't have time for that. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it seems so early that, um, you know, WWE sees potential in these guys and, and it, to the outside crowd, you know, Umberto Carrillo comes in and, um, you know, he was really hyped up and I'm sitting here like, well, you know, yeah. okay, prove it to me. You know, and, and I mean, he, he's put on some great matches, um, but it's nothing different than what the crowd has seen, you know? Yeah. So like same thing with, uh, Ricochet and same thing with Cedric Alexander. I mean, yes, they've been entertaining. Um, and, and I don't think it's their fault that no, not at all. They're just not being used in the proper way being used in rerun matches. Right. It's like. He's just collecting toys and not letting anybody else play with them. But at the same time, you're not playing with them, Vince. Yeah. Take them out of the toy box. These guys got real talent. It just makes me think about this brand split too, you know. And I know we've we've touched on it a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe a mm-hmm. month ago. About, um, you know, it was kind of there was such a big roster. You gave these stars chances to rise up, rise up, and mm-hmm. and. Um, that that's that was a whole reason for the brand split, but honestly, if we're having the same rematches over and over again, yeah, why? You know, I know that the brand split is also good for you know traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easier on the wrestlers too, but um, it's it's not really doing us good when, and, and I think Raw had uh, the lowest ratings this week mm-hmm. uh, of any, uh, the lowest ratings. When it's not, you know, competing against a huge sports, uh, yeah. you know, sports event or so, something like that. Didn't and, have a whole lot of opportunity to compete with anybody because, yeah. well, you all know. You all know. <laughs> but. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people, I, I know I turn on the TV and, and, and I see, a, you know, one of those same matches with, you know, the same three or four guys, either, you know, Rey Mysterio and uh, Angel Garza or Umberto Carrillo and mm-hmm. Angel Garza or Andrade and Umberto It's almost Carrillo. like at the 9 o'clock hour, it's like, mm, time to put the Mexican guys on the air. Yep. Against each other. Nobody yep. else. When LWO was around and they were doing they were doing that in WCW, yeah. that was pretty cool. You it know? was. And, and they could have good, like, 10-plus minute matches. Yeah. And, and but they had more variety. Yeah, that they did. We have four people. Yep. And I know this is going back to a couple episodes, but yes, I would like to see Andrade versus Alistair Black again. Yeah. I know you mentioned that, and yep. let's do it. Yep. Give Alistair the title. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these guys have uh, Umberto Carrillo, you know, not to get too hung up on this, but man, every time he goes out there and has a match, he, he looks great. Yeah. He has great matches. And. Even though he looks like a Mexican Power Ranger. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see him just get involved in some, 
and I don't know how much you know control Umberto has as far as how he gets used, you know, and, and if he needs to just take it and run with it on live TV or what, you know, to, to build a character or if, you know, WWE forms that. Um, I guess I don't know that too much. But, yeah. Um, the behind-the-scenes partner yeah. is probably pretty ugly. But the next match, the, the SmackDown Tag Title Elimination Chamber. I know you had some pretty highlights on that one. So, I mean, for me, it just it started out kind of stale. You're like, man, these guys have no idea what to do right now. You know, and, and I think being in, being in an environment like that, like the Elimination Chamber, I think you can overthink it. Yeah. You can just, you know, okay, okay, how can I utilize this or that? And, and, and it just translates to nothing. Um, just, you know, a product of just overthinking. Mm-hmm. Felt like I felt like that was kind of happening quite a bit throughout the match. I mean, you know, they're, they're kind of well. It's like you said when they put each other up against each other multiple times weekly. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you have New Day versus the Usos or yeah, heavy machinery getting involved now? I mean, yeah. I just can't wait until April to see Dolph Ziggler depart. Well, no, that's April 2025. Sorry. April 2025. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got my hopes up. But I mean, Dolph Ziggler will be like 45 by that time. Yeah. I think. I don't know. He's going to start darkening his hair, painting his face, be like, you know, dark sting. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah. So uh, Usos and New Day began the match, and okay, you know, Yawn. we've seen this. You know. Uh, I think I agree with you. What we were talking about earlier, the only real highlight of that match, and I wish wish they would have pushed these guys a little bit farther, is yep. Lucha House Party. Yep, and they were the late additions to the match. Yeah, who, who do they replace? They replaced some tag team. The revival. Um, the revival. Oh yeah, because they're done. Yeah. 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 They, they actually have come out and said that they're no longer being paid by the WWE. Yeah. So. Expect them on AEW shortly. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that. Looking forward to how they're used over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I thought the Lucha House Party looked great. And, and, and um, oh, man, Lince Dorado with that uh, shooting star off the... Uh, off the pod? Yeah, or well, off the, uh, the the very top of the elimination. Oh, chamber. above the pod, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And and I was just like, dude, mm-hmm. that's cool. Okay, so that's something we haven't seen. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, they they look great. And then of course, two minutes later, they were eliminated. Yeah, of course. Not even. And I, I was just like, dang, because you know they they were the wild card for me and all that. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like our truth in that gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. They're the wild card. They should win, but they don't because yeah, they're yeah. considered mid card. I guess. Well, I don't even know if you consider them that. Yeah, they show up from time to time. You're like, oh, okay, they're still, okay, they're still around. Yeah, cool. Why are they fighting Rowan? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I mean, still, nevertheless, I mean that that match was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I felt like that should have been the main event. Yeah. Um, as I heard from some headlines, there were fans actually leaving early with the. Uh, the women's match? The women's match. Yeah, that was... That's something they really dropped the ball on, I think. But 
Yeah. Since it is the main event, we'll get to that in a second. Yep. Yep. Um, we already kind of talked about the Alistair Black match. I mean, yep. it was a hell of a fight. Yeah, it was no disqualification. Mm-hmm. I knew the OC would get involved somehow. I knew when he tried to, when AJ tried to do the uh, the tombstone, that kind of maybe opened up Pandora's box there. Yeah. Yep. And then, well, the legend came out. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, the Undertaker kind of stepping in. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, building up to WrestleMania. Of course. Uh, but, you know, it, it was nice. I, I, and the Undertaker really didn't. Um, he just took out uh, Anderson and uh, Gallows. Yep. So, I mean, he didn't really touch AJ Styles. Right. To where. Oh, yeah, he did. He caught he, him coming into the ring doing the phenomenal forearm. And he choke slammed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yep. right. Ah, I forgot. It's all good. That's right. So that pretty much. I'm going to stop that train of thought. Book that match right now. Yeah. Well, it's already been booked for two months, but. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I think AJ is probably going to lose, but I know that they're going to book it in a way that make The Undertaker look really good. Better than the Goldberg fight in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, right now, I can't think of a better opponent for the Undertaker. Um, AJ Styles can still put on a great, entertaining match. Yeah. Um, He knows how to sell it. But as far as, you know, a legend who can put on a great, entertaining match, first person I think of is AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, So I think the Undertaker will look good in that. Yeah. and man, yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard to say who's who's gonna gonna win that. I mean, I I don't I don't even know. I don't I, I don't think the Undertaker's gonna win. I I kind of see it happening though. Yeah. Uh, I I hope I hope for my fandom it does, but at the same yeah. time, I can see them. I don't know, really taking it away from him. I don't think they're gonna put AJ over. I mean, he already is over. Yeah. It's really, that's that's a tough one to call. It's tough, um, but I, you know, I'm a fan of how it's been building up. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I wasn't a huge fan of AJ's whole rant on Raw. I mean, the whole Mark Calloway deal. You know, was that was kind of shitty. Yeah, that really was. It's like, dang, come on, man. So. And it's like I think it's the new thing ever since Samoa Joe did it to go out and attack your significant other now, like bring in the real life aspect of it. Yeah. And what's the point? I mean, she's no longer really a part of the WWE. She's retired. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she'll come back for women's Royal Rumble matches every once in a while, but or whatever Monday Night Raw is going to do as far as a like anniversary show, which I know the 1400th episode is coming up. So that'll be interesting to see if they do something then, if they can. Yeah. You know, and, and I know uh, just from what I was hearing, Michelle McCool wasn't really too happy about all that, too. Because, you know, she's yeah. like, well, I'm, 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 I'm being remembered as the Undertaker's wife when yeah. I helped build this women's revolution, too. Exactly. Uh, which she did. She did. She was former Divas champion. Um, I don't know. Women's champion, too. I don't, I don't know. She but, was, yeah. She had the split belt with... Uh, Oh God! What was her name? Because um, they had like the friendship bracelet belt. Remember that? Because it was broken in half. 
Oh. Yeah. So there was a dual women's champion at one point. Okay. Um, this this must have been when I wasn't <laughs> honestly wasn't watching too yeah, much. Yeah, it was kind of the end of the ruthless aggression era, like 2010, 2011. Yeah. Don't worry, folks. I'm looking it up right now. God bless the internet. Man, that's such a internet's such a good source, man. Um, in fact, before the show, we were doing some research on uh, just a. Something we'll touch on here later, you know, this week in wrestling history. Uh, sorry, folks, I'm having some technical difficulties. I just remember the name of the team was Lay Cool. Lay Cool. Yeah. Lay Cool. And I know I'm going to get some flack for this because of, this just kind of came out of nowhere. Sounds like a good uh, alcoholic seltzer. Yep. They cool. Oh, it was just um, Layla. That was her name, Layla. Oh. That was her ally, her best friend. Um, let's see if she has any alternative names that we might remember. Nope, just Layla. Layla. Yep. Nope. Debuted in 06, retired in 15, but not with the WWE. Hmm. So that was the end of that. I mean... That was right before Michelle officially retired, so I don't know if they were just trying to keep her involved some way or just find a way to put somebody else new into the ring that really didn't pan out, but it's all good. Yeah, I don't I don't remember Layla. Okay. Oh man. Sorry. Most people don't. You're good. <laughs> I couldn't even remember her damn name, so Yeah. They cool. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, anyway, AJ Styles, Undertaker, that's going to be great. That might even be the highlight of WrestleMania for me yeah. personally. Um, who knows? There's probably 12 more matches to be determined. Oh, yeah. You know, leading up to this. Uh, as long as they get the right booking with the next match that happened against the Street Profits. Yeah. I know you weren't ready. But we want to smoke, yep. and they got the belt. Yep. Yep. I was very happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I said it before in the past. I used to be a Rollins fan. I'm not now because of what he's doing, but I'm kind of really digging these guys. They're really fun to watch. Street Profits? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, again, you know, these – I don't know. I I feel like – feel like Vince McMahon didn't see these guys coming. No. You know. He wasn't ready. And uh I don't think he was ready. No. I don't think I was ready. I no. Th- you know, and uh No one was ready for the smoke. Yeah. But uh we got it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love what they're doing. Man, and um Montez Ford and that frog splash. Woo. That dude can fly. Yep. Um and then oh god, what's his what's his partner's name? I'm uh, I'm having a tough time today, people. Angelo Dawkins. Angelo. Did yep. you see Angelo freaking freight train Buddy Murphy into um, into the barricade? I think it wasn't Monday night. I think it was in the elimination chamber, but he blindsided him into that wall, and it looked like he was dead. Yeah, I, I think I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they kept comparing him to the Philadelphia Eagles, so 
and Brian Dawkins because he was Angelo Dawkins. So they're like, oh, yeah, Weapon X is here. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really weird reference, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, man. Okay. They, uh, they're looking great. Um, I can't wait to see them going to WrestleMania with those belts, man. Oh, it's going to be a it's going to be a party. I don't know if it's going to be a rematch. Uh, yeah. I hope not. I hope that's done. Yeah. Well, it won't be against AOP because Razor is hurt again. I'm telling you, man. That that is, I hate saying it. You know, I was going in. When they were coming back, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt, thinking, yeah, you know, okay, they're taking some time off. They're probably going to be, you know, just the tag team to be, uh, you know, they're going to be the standard. And, um, yeah, they have been the most boring duo. And, and oh, man, I've, I've been severely disappointed with AOP. I have too. I agree with you. It's, I think the ship has sailed at this. Yeah, I can't talk no more. <laughs> the ship has sailed, folks, Saturday, on that one. Saturday morning. Yep. Afternoon, whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's. I think that's over and done with. Yeah. And I think it's only a matter of time before they're kind of phased out now. Yeah. Uh, if there's anybody that Vince McMahon should be um, done with, I believe mm-hmm. that is the AOP. He likes his big guys, but, man, I'm telling you, like. Spread the love, man. There has been, yeah, there has been, when I think of, you know, Seth Rollins and his disciples, I mean, the only two that I think of is Seth Rollins and Murphy. Yeah. Um, AOP, just, you know, their muscle on the, you know, just kind of sitting there on the sidelines. Uh, they aren't even a factor in the tag team division right. on Raw. Nope. Um, in fact, I mean, they... they I, I put them well, probably below Zack Ryder and <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. I mean, so you just put them at the bottom of the outhouse. Just yeah, okay. Sorry, I, I know there's some people out there that would disagree with you, but I I'm on the fence. If they would stay healthy, go on out on their own, maybe a little bit of rebranding. Mm-hmm. Or join SmackDown and liven that shit show of a tag team division up. Sure. Yeah, maybe. I'm just wondering, you know, after WrestleMania, is there going to be that superstar shakeout? Usually, don't they usually do that after WrestleMania? Yeah, like two weeks after. Yeah, I'm I'm about overdue for a shakeup, man. Yeah, I'm ready. Speaking of shakeups. And moving on to the next match, unfortunately. Can we talk about what a fucking joke this match was between Braun Strowman and the, I don't even know what you want to call them, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke, and Cesaro trio? Yeah. Okay. And then the fact that they give Sami Zayn the belt? I about threw up in my mouth watching this. No, man. I'm telling you, they kept us on our toes with this elimination chamber. Yeah. Because the uh, thing is, I mean, I, I I didn't see Strowman losing that title, but if he did lose that title, I would think to Shinsuke. Yeah. Uh, not the not to steal a line from JR that he calls MJF, but 
He literally is the hemorrhoid on the ass of the WWE universe. I got yeah. At least right now, I I remember it might have been five years ago. It might have been WrestleMania. They had a ladder match for the Intercontinental Title. Mm-hmm. It might have been well, it might have been three or four years ago. Okay, but Sami Zayn looked good, mm-hmm. and man, I was I was rooting for him. He almost had it. He was one of those superstars back then that was just always so close, but never quite got the big break. Yeah, um, I would have liked to see him win the Intercontinental Title in a fashion like that, where you know. Yeah, not stealing it essentially. No, but man, it it, it definitely uh, threw me for a loop when I saw that uh, Sami Zayn won that. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's just move on to the other abomination of a match. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yep. I mean, everybody saw this coming. They all knew she was going to win. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to take out the whole field. Yeah. I mean, get in the ring, choke her out. Get in the ring, choke her out. Wait 20 minutes for Asuka to come out and have somewhat of a match and then choke her out. Yeah, and it felt like, uh, what is it, five minutes, five-minute periods between... Two. Is it two-minute periods? Two minutes. That's how long it felt. It felt like five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It was only two minutes and then... Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it felt like an eternity for yeah. another superstar to come out. Um, I was hoping Ruby Riot would shine a little bit more in that match. Yeah, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. And, and for, you know, I, I wanted to see Ruby Riot win. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, I've been rooting her for her since she's been in WWE. And, well, before that, I mean. She's local, man. You know? We have to root for her. Yeah. and uh, Heal her face. It doesn't matter. Man, I wish we could get her on a podcast, but we couldn't. Not at this point. We we couldn't. Well, we probably could if we had the right channels. Yeah. If yeah. And I mean WWE gave permission, but Oh sure, they'll give permission. It would? Yeah. You think? She can do whatever she wants. Oh. I mean she can talk to Fox, she can talk to NBC, doesn't matter. She's under contract with them, it doesn't mean she can't talk to us. Okay. So if anybody out there is listening, please hook us up. Yeah, hook us up. Come on. Because I know you guys listen. We've seen the results. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much a wrap on Elimination Chamber. And yeah. kind of at the same time, a wrap on Raw, too, because it was pretty much a repeat. Yeah. Raw was, I mean, okay. I mean. I know you like the highlight between, well, we will mention one thing. The Drew McIntyre match. And killing off of the spider. Yes. I know that was a hated gimmick. And almost the killing off of uh, Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. I mean, this is the second time now. You know, I, I think he had a match with uh, Alistair Black a couple weeks ago. Just, um, just squash match. Yeah. Same same thing this week. Um, sounds like Vince is kind of. Tired of him. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, when you're going up against jobbers every single week, it's kind of like you're looking at it as like he's the Harlem Globetrotters playing the Washington Generals every week. He's like, you know, he's going to win. You know, it's going to be a, a murder. But yeah. all of a sudden, they put him up against a real team, and well, he can't play no more. Nope. 
I do see they're moving next week's Raw next week's Raw to uh, Florida again. Performance Center again. Performance Center. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, it's cool. It's cool to see that uh, how WWE is adapting to this, though. Yep. And they're still keeping the storylines going uh, to WrestleMania. Uh, whatever WrestleMania looks like, I, I don't know if we were talking about that on the air. I don't think we were. But, Not yet, no. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how that turns out. I'm curious to see, um, you know, if they if they just schedule it to a later date, which it doesn't look like it. it looks Not like at this they're, point. They're, they're staying on track to yeah. what, April 5th? Uh, yeah, at this point. Yeah. I know from what I was reading this morning and talking to you about the city of Tampa pretty much said, it's your call. We're not going to close down the stadium, but Vince is dragging his feet and a lot of his employees are getting pretty pissed because they don't know what to expect. Yeah. And then for the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, especially Riyadh to throw out the $75 million check and say, bring it here. Yeah. I mean, that could be something that he's considering. Yeah, and I'm kind of wondering, you know, I, I know a lot of people thought that they were going to hear a decision on this this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from what I'm hearing, you know, it, it's been kind of like a game of chicken. And, and yeah, if WWE doesn't shut this down, Tampa, the city of Tampa might. Uh, I, I don't see it going on the way, you know, we had a vis- envisioned it going on two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I I think that they will probably move this to Saudi Arabia. Um, Financially, it's a good move. Yeah, and they're hurting for money. I know that. Yeah. So. And they, they who, who's to say that they won't be hurting for money here in the next you know th- two or three months, man? Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I know they're taking steps to move in the right direction because of this, mm-hmm. and they're going to have a product still. There's no way it's going to be shut down. Yeah. They know what to do. Yeah. They proved it last night, like we said earlier. Yeah. They'll prove it come April. Yeah. There's no other pay-per-view scheduled for this month, thank God. Um, so, I mean, they're, as a, if you're looking at the whole gambit of professional sports out there, I mean, yes, baseball's played outside. I think they could have had maybe a little bit better chance to keep it going. WrestleMania would have been outside. I mean, if it's from what I understand of this whole problem, I mean, yes, big gatherings is are no no right now, but I think come April fifth, when this whole thing is probably blown over, they could still have it in Tampa. They don't need to move it. Yeah, it's very hard to. Um forecast you know what, what what this is going to look like in two three weeks mm-hmm. and you know you could you could look at it from the um internet side where you know uh, a uh, a topic an event gets its you know two weeks of fame and then it kind of just drops off and yeah then, you know we just move on with our lives and uh, i guess <laughs> I just like pop you hear yep it's usually my problem <laughs> as I've been told so I 
I don't know. I mean, it, we'll, we'll see really how real this is here next two or three weeks is really going to determine that. Yeah. But we can kind of switch topics now too because yeah. I know this might not be the longest show we've had because Tony does have a little bit of a time restraint here. So a little bit, little bit. Um, oh my goodness, it's already. Yeah. What time? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just get into AEW real quick, and yeah, it might be the end of it, folks, for this week at least. But um, I know we haven't, we didn't, we didn't cover Revolution. I know there was a big, big title change there with Moxley taking the belt. Yes. Um, a little bit surprised that the tag team belts didn't change hands, but... I think everybody was. Yeah. It, it seemed like that was the kind of surprise of the night. Yep. And I kind of thought that they might take the belt off Nyla just because of the whole controversy. They didn't. I'm kind of I'm glad they didn't. Um, I think she'll run that kind of rough shot over the women's championship for a while mm-hmm. until Statlander takes it from her because I know that's where it's going to go. I don't know, man. Britt Baker. Oh. Or uh, Big Swole. That, yeah. That was an interesting kind of uh, little promo they did. Yeah. Especially with Big Swole throwing out the baby. Yeah. It's kind of a shot and be like, hey, yeah, we yeah. have WWE husbands. Yeah. Guess what we're going to do? Yeah. We're going to rival. Yeah. So. Well, I don't I don't even think uh, what she was saying, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, they're, they're not even married yet. Oh, yeah. They're just dating. Yeah. So she's kind of throwing that in her face. Yep. Saying, at least we're married. I got a ring, baby. And something like that. And I think yeah. her husband's going to be joining her pretty soon. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, man. Um, yeah. But then I thought they're going to um, bring out the exalted one finally. When it turns out it was Christopher Daniels setting him up and then attacking evil Uno like that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a kind of a great thing to see, especially the promo that Chris Daniels uh, cut right yeah. after that and saying how the Dark Order sucks and are you tired of being a loser and all this. And I was like... That's the Christopher Daniels I remember at TN, TNA. I don't know, man. I, I still smell something fishy with Christopher Daniels. I yeah. still, I don't know, man. He's too old to be doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I still think, especially now that I told you earlier that Raven and his flock had a little reunion mm-hmm. over the weekend. Maybe it's still him. Yeah. It's not going to be Perry Saturn. Uh, I still think the rumors are, might be true that it is Uno himself, but. Are they talking about Matt Hardy too? Is yes, that... they are. Especially too, because he's officially joined after that little. Yeah. That, that uh, free the delete video with the, the bucks. bucks. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much set in stone. So. That'd be. I mean, he might not wrestle. He might just be kind of a mouthpiece. Sure. But he can't use Woken. He can't use Broken. Yeah. What's he gonna use? What, what did you? What? Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Because you got to be a little bit high to act like that. A little bit. <laughs> yep. Um. 
yeah. So there was a match with the uh, – sorry, everything's going um, – Jurassic Express. And the Butcher, the Blade, and yeah. the Baby. Yep, yep. That's what I'm calling him from now on, if he's going to be fighting with him. I mean, yeah, it kind of seemed like it was designed to take Luchasaurus out of the match early with them just focusing on his leg like they did. Mm-hmm. And then MJF just tapping out Marco's stunt the way he did with that salt of the earth move. I'm kind of glad they didn't do the double, or what is it, double cross, like he usually is stealing Cody's move. Yeah. Maybe he's finally kind of moved on from that. Um, yeah, it, I still, man, I, I want to see Luchasaurus be used in a good way out there. I, I want to see him more, I want to see him in more matches. Well, I think they may have set that up too. I mean, I know he's going to go after Cody first, but the fact that Jake, the snake brought out Lance Archer, mm-hmm. that, that dude is a big motherfucker. Like he... I think he's probably the same size as a Luchasaurus as far as like yeah. wrestling-wise, but I can see that in the near future maybe mm-hmm. if they want to do a true big man because, yeah, they have Jake Hager. Yeah, they have Wardlow, um, who, as you can see, maybe Hager's going to be a little bit more active now. I think his Bellator contract is officially done. Yeah. Um, but Wardlow still hasn't fought one match, right? Yeah, just one, I think, that I know of. So why why are they pulling him back? Why are they free the beast, man? Yeah. Literally. Yep. He reminds me of, uh, I think I talked about this, uh, Dave Batista. Yes. When when Batista was first starting. You know, he's manager for Devon. The Deacon. Yeah. Testify, my brother. Yeah. And, uh, you know, finally when Batista broke free of that, and you know, yeah. then he started, well, especially with uh, Evolution. When he became the animal. Yep. Uh, let's see here. I mean, yeah, Britt Baker, she, you know, that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Had that whole promo we were just talking about. And not for nothing, the promo that Darby Allen is doing, the black and white films. Yeah. Though That's kind of really taking it over the top and I think he's going to be maybe champion here after Moxley. Yeah. I like I like this kid. Mhm. I do too. He's uh He's a pretty young guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's in his early 20s. Yeah. Most of the guys in AEW are. Yeah. I mean, you look at Jungle Boy, Marco, MJF, they're all in like Oh yeah. 25 and under. MJF's like 22, 23. He just turned 23. No, 24. Wow. Yeah. Marco's only 22. Uh, Jungle Boy's 23. These guys have been around as long as I've... Or these guys have, you know... Yeah. As long as I've been watching wrestling. Exactly. Wow. Well, shit, for me, I've been watching it since like 91. So that's 30 years. It's as long as I've been around. Yeah. Man. All right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm the old man in the room. <laughs> Don't uh, make fun of me, damn it. <laughs> uh, Death Triangle. I'm impressed with this. Yeah. 
I like this. Yeah. It, um, yeah, they're, those guys have been entertaining. That is... Yeah, they are probably the most entertaining um, group of guys in AEW right now. Yep. Joey Janela, Private Party versus Death Triangle. Um, that match was probably the highlight of the night, honestly. One of them, yeah. 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 I'm sick of the whole pack solo thing. I think this is the way he needs to move. Yep. They tried this, what, January at when they were at, or no, January 1st is when they did that match with the three of them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the birth of Death Triangle, but they didn't have a name yet. Yeah. And now I think they're they're going to be dominant for a while. They're going to be like SCU did when they first started. Yeah. Um, and of course, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, yeah. You like that match, but I was a big fan of the Hangman and Dustin Rhodes tag team. That was a good team. Yeah. I saw somebody complaining about, oh, man, you know, mystery partner, and you you just put in Dustin Rhodes there. You know, we were waiting for a surprise, and Jericho responded back. This is on Instagram. He goes, well, you got a surprise, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know he was going to be him. You didn't know it was going to be Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to be Cowboy Jack Storm. Oh, yeah. They are trying to hire or get him on board, but I think it's too early yet. Yeah. But that was pretty much it for that show. Other than I was talking to you about the letter that came out from Hangman. He's not going to take beer from the crowd anymore because yep. of the whole scare. But And always remember, use your turn signal. Yes. Yep. And buy Corona because it's on sale and it's a damn good beer. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm not a fan, but, you know. Yeah. It's an acquired taste, but. Yeah. I think that's it for us this week, folks. Yeah, that's it for us. You know, next week we'll uh, we'll touch up on some. Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen here in the next week. So um, yeah, it's touch and go. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what wrestling is going to bring in the next week. And I, um, you know, I, I definitely advise for you uh, basketball fans tune into some uh, professional wrestling and uh, allow yourself to be entertained by it. I'll go ahead and say it. Go ahead, watch some real athletes take take the 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 court that's so right. to speak <laughs> that's right okay so uh that's all we got for you and if you are down with that we got two words for you game, game on, on.